Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this, we ain't done yet. Howdy, and welcome back to the Ineligible Podcast. I am not Will Stone, and that's not Chase Caldwell. I am not Chase Caldwell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is actually... The Wives take over. We're doing a, a party pod episode to recap the recent Colorado trip. So we thought that we would hop on and tell you guys what we loved and didn't quite love uh, about Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I've had several. Are you excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> I've had several people ask me um, when you and I were going to be on an episode. So um, we're just, you know, giving the people what they want and I'm excited to be here. I have to give the boys props. This is much harder than I anticipated. This is very overwhelming. (laughs) My dad is probably listening uh, back when we, you know, obviously when we put this on air uh, into the interwebs and he's going to hear my nervous voice and totally call me out on it. For sure. Same. (laughs) Um, On a a sappy note, just to get it out the way, uh, I definitely know that Emily and I feel the same when I say that we are so freaking thankful that you guys listen to our husbands because they truly enjoy this and put so much effort into it. And uh, we're just really proud of them and uh, makes our makes our days whenever we, we hear folks telling them that they're doing a good job because we think they are too. Yeah, for sure. I was really excited to see just it kind of blew up after the first episode and the guys were very just humble about, you know, like even if it's just our wives and our moms that listen, we're, we're happy to do it because we're having these conversations anyway. So to see how many of you guys that listen regularly, um, just, I don't know, it's really cool. And people listen from all over. It's really cool to see. It's not just our friends and our family that listen. We've got, um, lots of different people following. So it's really exciting. Yeah, no, Will definitely will show me if someone will, you know, send them a tweet, send them an Instagram DM and and they aren't, you know, the usual crew and, and that makes their day and in turn makes, makes my day. Definitely. So For sure. please definitely keep the good comments coming. Yes. <laughs> I love living, living vicariously through the boys. Um, so yeah, but, uh, little intro for me, Brittany, I don't know if I even said my name. That's me, Brittany Stone. As of six months ago, uh, as, uh, Emily so eloquently said it, I've been married to the game just for a little bit. (laughs) We are married to the game, married into the game. But, uh, yeah, Emily and Chase are, are two of our, our best friends and, and we've known them for quite some time and, They've been rooting for for us since the get go, yes. <laughs> since literally day one. Literally, <laughs> literally day one. So yeah, we we met Brittany when she was just Will's date at a formal, and um, Chase and I were about a month out from our wedding, and so I was just talking to her about the wedding and telling her about all the things, and she's like, "Yeah, like Will and I just met. Like I'm here to just kind of hang out," and we were like, "Wait, like we want you to stay around. Don't go." And then, you know, Will and Brittany kind of did their own thing for a little while and then <laughs> came back together. And I'll never forget it, Maisel and Trey Parker's wedding um, when Brittany came as Will's date. And they were like officially a couple at this point. And Brittany and I just had this running embrace across the reception hall of like, we missed you. Where have you been? <laughs> so we're. It should so have been on a, on a uh, movie. It was slow yes. motion. We were just hair blowing in the wind. Yes. You just p- took me up and pushed me. Like, yes. <laughs> I 
held me in the air. Yes, just, um, just eye contact through a sea of people. It was so it was very romantic. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Maisel. Love you, Trey. But I think I was mostly excited to see Emily sure. at the wedding. For sure. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, how long have you and Chase been married? So we've been married six years this last June. Um, our wedding was one of the – well, I say one of the first. It was the first of our friend group. So um, a lot of our friends will tell us that we're the first friend wedding that they went to that wasn't family members. So um, we've been married for six years, together for 10. And um, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome ride. And we've got all of our awesome friends that we get to travel with. And I'm really excited to kind of recap our, our trip today of going to Colorado. And I, I was telling my coworkers this past week when I was getting ready to leave that um, – it's like, yeah, we've got this group from college. There's about 15, 20 of us. And every year we try to find an away game to go to. And um, this year we picked Colorado and everybody was just, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I love that you guys still have that. And um, I didn't really realize until recently, and Brittany can kind of attest to this. She was one of the ones that kind of pointed it out of like, you guys don't realize how rare your friend group type of friendship is that mm-hmm. you guys are five, six years out from college, but you still make it a point to get together all the time. And um, I don't know, it's really, really cool. And I'm so thankful for that. Oh, for sure. It's uh, extremely rare. And one thing that kind of drew me towards Will in the first place, you know, how tight knit you all were and how, uh, thankful that I was, that you took me in as, as your crew from the get go. (laughs) But, uh, it definitely helps like amp up the, the football season for me, knowing that we're going to go to at least one away game. I get super excited to look at the schedule when it's released and start making, you know, our group me, uh, group chats and, and start booking Airbnbs. Um, I will say it was quite the bummer to find out that this one was moved from Boulder to Denver. Um, but I'm glad that majority of the crew was still, was still in on it. We ended up with, gosh, what, 15 of us going? There were 15 of us at the house. And then, um, we had a couple of other friends that were there at the time or at the same time as us, but they stayed elsewhere. So we kind of came across them at different points. So that was really cool. Yes, which is always fun. Yeah, we had a lot yes, of people yeah. that um, listened to the podcast and Will and Chase had mentioned that we were all going to Colorado and he got so many texts of like my my cousin Derek texted and a couple of our other friends were like, hey, y'all are going, we're going to be there too. And that, <laughs> one of my biggest takeaways from the whole weekend was just how many Aggies there were in Denver. I mean, all of our flights were just full of Aggies, full of maroon. And I thought that was so cool how we all just showed up and showed out and it was so much fun. Oh, for sure. And I've only gotten to go to to three away games so far with this crew. Um, we got to go to Clemson first, Georgia, now, now this one. And uh, I was telling Will, it's so fun everywhere we go. Uh, we show out. Yeah, <laughs> I knew sure. that this would be nothing different, especially since there is so many quick direct flights out of Dallas and, and Houston and even Austin, um, which is rare because sometimes you can't really find direct out of uh, good old Austin Bergstrom. Yes. But uh, but yeah, so I I kind of figured going in that's what it would be like, but it definitely was overwhelming to see how many Aggies truly were in Denver. I also think a lot of folks were just excited to get back out. Mm and travel again. So it's just kind of like the perfect, um, little merriment of, of all of that coming together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, I know one thing that you and I get really excited about going to these away games is the food yes. and the drink. Yes. <laughs> the boys are mostly worried about football. We are excited about eating. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. So, um, one of Brittany's strong suits is that she is very well researched when it comes to planning a trip. So she is always <laughs> trying to find like where are the cool places to eat, where should we go? And that is not my strong suit. I'm more of a I'm along for the ride. So um I always love seeing the places that um Brittany ends up finding because they're always super cool and 
kind of like off the beaten path places that it's only like the locals <laughs> and us are there. So that's always really fun. Well, you bring up a good point um, that I should have brought up earlier when we were doing our intros is it's kind of funny too that um, our roles are kind of like reversed in our relationships. Like oh, yeah. I'm the talkative one, like Chase, <laughs> and you're yeah. the more reserved one. Like on this podcast, Will is talkative and and you know he he knows his stuff and like in person if you know will he's so much more reserved um he's never going to be like the loudest one in the room whereas chase and i could literally make friends with a brick wall like (laughs) so um emily and i it's like the perfect like marriage of like a friendship because she's she's like my will and i'm her chase that's so true i love that that's such a good point oh yeah. So Chase is the same as me. Like he loves like looking up places and will always like compare notes. And this time we had a secret weapon. Uh, friend of the pod, Laura Level, yes. is a, a now a Denver resident yes. as of, gosh, like a year mm-hmm. or so. She's there for a travel nursing gig. Yep. Shout out, And Laura. Uh, so we relied on her. Yeah. She is a number one fan. Yes. But um, I thought we'd just go through – we honestly really hit like Denver has – really distinct neighborhoods like every major city does. But uh, I I felt like we should just go through each of these five areas that we kind of went through. Oh, excuse me. We only did four. I can't count. Um, and just kind of, you know, tell the tell the folks if they're ever going to Denver what we liked about these places and, and who to hit up because I think we definitely, we definitely had some winners yeah. as far as – drinks and food and atmosphere. Yeah, I think we definitely covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. Um, I was looking back at the list of all the places we went and I was like, wow, we we hit a lot of hot spots. And I, I don't know, I thought that was pretty, pretty good of us. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Because it's usually so much easier when we go to these, these college cities. Mm-hmm. They're you know, obviously a lot smaller. And so it's easier to kind of get the lay of the land. And that was definitely one thing that I was kind of intimidated by was like, dang, I don't want to like miss out on something. Mm -hmm. And I hope we go where majority of the Aggie fans are. That was me not thinking a ton of people weren't going, but surprise, (laughs) they were everywhere. (laughs) Um, But yeah, going to such a big city for such a short amount of time and having to worry about 15 people in our party. Um, that was a little bit overwhelming, but these places all all were fantastic spots for such a big yeah, group. So. Everywhere we went, I was really pleasantly surprised. They were all very accommodating, and um, se- several of the places we made reservations ahead of time, and then others we just showed up and we were able to push tables together or whatever and make it work. So that was really, really nice. It's hard when you have a group as big as we did to be able to accommodate everybody at the same time. So I was really, really happy that we all got to stick together and we weren't having to separate all over the place when we went to eat or hang out or whatever. So I was yeah, really happy with that. would definitely kill the vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, the first place we got, uh, once we once we hopped off the plane, if you heard Chase on the previous episode, uh, he barely mentioned us waiting for for things. That was kind of the theme of the mm-hmm. weekend. There's a lot of hurry <laughs> but, up and Yes, yes. But once we finally got into Colorado from the freaking, you know, wherever you want to call the Denver airport, it's literally, it's 40 minutes away on a train. That's insane. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's way out there. If you've never been there, it's literally (laughs) out in the middle of nothing. There's a couple hotels, a couple car rental places, and then the airport. And And, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we got to have a fun little choo-choo chain ride onto (laughs) Union Station. And uh Laura hooked us up with the first place, which was Tupelo Honey, yes. right there in Union Station. Uh, got a dope table. I'm actually a little bummed out that we didn't take advantage of us having the uh, the tap table. Yes. But the bummer was it was like 10 a.m. on the first day, so I don't think anybody mm-hmm. was on that level yet. No. Yeah, it was a perfect spot. So it was right on the other side of the train where we got off and um, we were all – I mean, it was probably – I guess it was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at this point. We all had pretty early flights for the most part. So we wanted good, just brunch, a good brunch menu. And this place definitely had that, I think. um, I think there was eight people that got chicken and waffles. The entire table was just chicken, fried chicken and waffles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and it was like <laughs> and then go ahead yeah no I was gonna say and then the uh the the infamous hot dog biscuits yes. <laughs> So they, um, they had these ginormous, uh, cat head biscuits or what they're called, but, um, everyone kept saying they tasted like hot dog and I couldn't taste mm-hmm. them. Like everybody said it tastes like hot dog bread and I was the only one that was against it. But mm-hmm. needless to say, don't order the, uh, the biscuits, just skip that and go straight to the, uh, chicken and waffles yes. because everyone was super surprised, ginormous, uh, portion sizes, really great mimosas and Bloody Marys, um, the tap table that I was referring to is we sat at this round table and it literally has a tap built into the middle of the, uh, the table with the keg under it. And I think she said it was, what was it like 50, 60 bucks a person? Yeah, I think so. And you literally just take however long you need and you finish the, the mm-hmm. keg. But it was a little too early to get that turn right. for the group. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were um, all on the struggle bus because we had had early flights oh, yeah. and, we were waiting around bus rides, plane trains and automobiles, all, all the, all the vehicles. (laughs) Um, so then Laura had the fantastic idea since we had to wait until 4 PM for our Airbnb to hop over to the infamous Rhino, uh, neighborhood, which we were very confused because we thought that was the bar name. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody kept trying to put it in, like trying to get an Uber, and they kept putting in Rhino and not finding anything. And Laura was like, no, like that's the district. It's the neighborhood. So. Yeah, our poor friend took a like a 40-minute scooter ride to nowhere because he, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he typed in Rhino in his, yep. in his phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got some alone time. He was happy. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Rhino, I mean, we can just kind of breeze through these. They they were good, but not anything like – nothing anything that like blew my mm-hmm. face off. Um yeah. Improper City was like a cool little brewery. Probably not the vibe that we wanted because everybody was working mm-hmm. since it was a Friday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of people. Um, so we were just set up in there. They had their laptops, and it was a lot of just almost like a community workspace type place. Yeah. So um, they were glaring at us like, "You're taking our spots. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> get out of yeah. here." Um. So we hit, hopped over to uh, Ratio Beer Works. With it being uh, Denver, we had to hit up a couple of breweries. And uh, this one was quite good. I had a Hefeweizen. Did you – I don't think – did you drink there? No, I was so hot and – because it was uh, – we yeah. didn't – we haven't talked about this yet, but it was like record-breaking high temperatures in Denver this last weekend. So we all, you know, have our leggings and jeans and travel attire on and we're walking around and it was hot, hot, hot. So um, – Very hot. I was very dehydrated. I was drinking lots of water because I just needed that for my soul. And so I didn't have anything to drink there. <laughs> just water. <laughs> yeah, I think – yeah, we didn't like seek this place out because of like its amazing reviews or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it had um, the misters out on the patio. So we were like, water. Yes. We need to be under this. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me right now in my yes. face. <laughs> <laughs> right now. It was so hot. Yeah. No, we look like idiots walking around with our long sleeve, you know, leggings mm-hmm. and jackets and stuff. But, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Know. I wanted to wear fall stuff. Yes. Sue me. Yeah. For sure. Um, what we did, though, next was a hit. Uh, we went to Federales. Mm-hmm. Federales? Mm-hmm. Federales. Butchered that. Um, that was a, a Laura special, yes. um, shouts to her for, for letting us hop in there because, um, we didn't know that we were hungry until they put the free chips and salsa in front of it, <laughs> yes. in front of us and we killed it. It was, it was an awakening. Point two seconds. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I saw on the menu that they had a 100 ounce Paloma, uh, that was only, what was it? Like a hundred, no wait, $65. I think it was. 50, 65, somewhere in that range. Maybe close to Inexpensive for the amount of alcohol that was going to be poured into a upside down cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. If you ever put on a menu a novelty drink and a upside down cowboy hat, you can 1000% count on Brittany Stone ordering yeah. it. And it was so cool. And forcing her friends yes. <laughs> to drink it. <laughs> so the cowboy hat was, I don't even know what it was made of. I mean, it was just a clear. It almost looked like glass, but it wasn't glass. Yeah. Um, it's just like an acrylic, yeah, acrylic thing, thank you. like a mold. Yes. Yeah. So it was just a little acrylic 
cowboy hat. They had it upside down. And yeah, it was super cute. We, I mean, I'm a branding nerd. It's it's my job. And so I figured this is what it was. And of course, the tequila that is poured into the drink is branded like all the way around the hat every which way because they know that folks, girls like us, are going to take pictures of it. Um, But yeah, when we saw the bartender like pouring that entire bottle (laughs) into it, just dropped it in, I looked at Will and Will's eyes got so big. (laughs) And it was then that he realized (laughs) how the rest of the night was going to go. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. They threw like seven, you know, neon straws and we just went to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super cute. But uh, that's when the tides turned for me. I uh, I definitely did a <laughs> ice shot <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and just proceeded to continue to drink uh, for the rest of the night. Um, yep, so y'all went home. We did. Y'all skedaddled so first. Me, Chase, Will, and Hayden went back to the – or went to check into the Airbnb and we were all just beat. Just it, we had had such an early morning. It's such a pain going through just getting on a flight in general, having to go through security, checking your bags, the whole shindig just wears you out. So we all went back and took a nap because we knew that we were going out to dinner. We had dinner reservations and we're going out after. So we all went back and took a nap. And then, um, yeah, y'all were there at Federalis for a little while longer than us. <laughs> And then y'all just we came busting through the door yes. a little bit later, yes. <laughs> just in time to to change and uh, head over to the Highland area uh, and go to our dinner reservation again. Top notch recommendation from Laura. I um, this thankfully, place. yes, we uh, she knew better to uh, to get some reservations, mm-hmm. so we ended up having to get two thanks to Open Table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like on the same level of Yelp for me. Yes. <laughs> I'm just not a fan. <laughs> um, but the place, I mean, I'll just say this. Food, A+. Plus. Oh, yeah, for sure. Vibes, A+. Plus. Yes. DJ, A++. Plus plus. Yeah. It was so Hostess and D-. Minus. Cute. <laughs> yes. So the place, <laughs> so the place was called um, Happy Camper. And the whole setup was um, – Basically, all of it was outdoors, and the ind- indoor part was just very open, like walls walls up, windows open. But they had these cute, like, lawn chairs everywhere and turf, and it was just so cute. And the vibe was so fun. They had all these lights strung across everywhere, and the food was so good. It was mainly pizza. They had other things, too, but I think everybody, for the most part, got some variation of pizza but yeah, the yeah that was my best bite of food the entire mm-hmm. weekend was that pizza. Um, it was called the Peter, <laughs> which is funny ordering because yeah. you had to tell them, you know, the size that you wanted. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was delicious. Yeah. Um, I think mine was the. Cl- it was definitely mine was. Oh, the, what was uh, it? The clay. So they were all just these nice. like random names of people. And then just millennial boy names. Yes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Named after their favorite bartenders. Yes, for sure. Um, but you know, you could tell this place, like it was the type of place that the bartenders and the wage staff were ready for you to party. Yes. I mean, on the menu was like champagne bongs, beer bongs, uh, like 47 different shots, mm-hmm. uh, pizza. And what I also love about Denver is high noon, the brand of the vodka hard seltzer mm-hmm. was in abundance everywhere. Yes. Every single place we had had it on the menu. I guess it's made there. I don't know. I need to look that up. But um, I had plenty of those. Yeah. I that, noticed that as that well. Spot. Almost every place that we went to had the High New brand seltzers. Or high Noon. High Noon. High Noon. Mm-hmm. I can't talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they were everywhere. And I would bet that they are made in Colorado or somewhere around there. Just because of that, they were Surely. in abundance. Um, the DJ was rocking the entire night, mm-hmm. so much so that my friend Mackenzie, our friend Mackenzie, um, looked him up, made sure that she, you know, liked his stuff on Spotify because he wasn't playing top forty, which is um, an annoyance of mine. Mm-hmm. He definitely was playing some like older hits, which are really fun, and he was really good about blending them together. Did you ever walk? Did you ever go to the bathroom in the back? Yes. Part? So I went. Back- that place was. 
popping. It was, it was intense. <laughs> so there were like I was like I was like I'm in the same spot. Yeah. Like this is a completely it, different atmosphere. It was a completely different vibe going to the bathroom back there because it was all like red lights and it was dark and the club like music was going and there's people everywhere and yeah, it was just a I mean, they were grinding at 9 p.m. Yes. I was like, "Dang, y'all." Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I'm just trying to eat my pizza uh, and go to the bathroom. So, yeah, right, right. Um, the only kind of like bummer about that, and it ended up being a a uh, inside joke because, per usual, Brittany um, got <laughs> sassy. <laughs> I had to manhandle the hostess uh, stand, or we never would have eaten. No. We would have been sitting there for hours. So I finally had to tell them, in a in a nice sassy way i mean i was <laughs> firm <laughs> that uh you know it was uh 9 15 and our reservation was at eight mm-hmm. so we needed the next open table that it was ours yep. <laughs> i was taking it over yes. so those of you that know Brittany know that because she is a planner if something is not according to plan or is askew she will be the first to let somebody know hey our reservation was at eight. It is nine fifteen. Where's my table? So yeah, I w- I didn't hear this conversation, but I saw it from across <laughs> the way, and I could see Brittany and this hostess just kind of going back and forth for a minute, and it was it was pretty funny. It was a it was a sight to behold because <laughs> the hostess turned around and did the biggest eye roll that I've ever seen in my twenty seven years of life. And Brittany is just like, okay, like, where's our table? Like, where are you sitting us? And she just, the hostess was not having any of it. But less than five minutes later, we had a table. We were all at the same table and it was great. So props to Brittany. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've been a hostess before. Shouts, Abel's on the Lake in uh, Austin, Texas. I know how hard it is, Mm -hmm. especially at a party place like that. Yeah. Abel's is a party place. So I totally get the annoyance. Mm-hmm. But um, when Laura told me that they were pretty um, known for seating walk-ins ahead of reservations, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like we, we tried our best to let you know that we were, you know, a couple of big parties coming for in. Sure. Um, so when the, that poor uh, host that was also helping her out, when uh, he was like, no, no, you have to clear this area because it's for, you know, Jessica. I was like, Mm-mm. no, sorry, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, it ended up working out. We were there for a while. Um, I loved, loved that we got to sit all together. Yes, Um, me too. The night probably would have ended a lot differently and a lot earlier if we had to have split. I agree. Um, And honestly, that was like really the only time that we were all together the entire time. Mm -hmm. So um, that made me, that made me happy to, to see everyone. Yeah, for sure. And that's the point why we go. I mean, we go for the game. I know, Mm -hmm. but really we go for our friends. Yeah. Um, afterwards, we hopped over to the infamous Avanti bar. Mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest. I don't remember a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were there for a little bit. Um, we got to meet Laura's friends. That's pretty much yes. all I remember, which is a bummer because everybody was hyping up this place. Mm-hmm. Um, so Avanti it supposedly was, had this fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So Avanti was super cool. So Avanti was um, a rooftop bars there was a downstairs and then upstairs and on the side of the building they had these like bleachers that faced um downtown denver so it was super cool there were a lot of people sitting there just hanging out and i actually got to see um some friends of mine from high school that have moved up to denver um shout out maddie and chloe they met up with us there maddie's apartment was like less than a block away from Avanti. So they walked over and met us and I got to hang out with them and see them. So that was super cool. Um, that was, that was a highlight. I did not get to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I did not, uh, did not participate in the, uh, the bleacher hangout, Mm -hmm. which makes sense why I was like, I don't remember a view Mm -hmm. because I wasn't over there. (laughs) I was too busy hanging out with, uh, infamous Billy. Yes. Shouts to Laura. Shout out. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so after Avanti, everybody had more than enough. We'd been awake for 24 hours basically at that mm-hmm. point. Um, so it was, it was bedtime and to get ready for the big, big day the next day. Yeah. Um, 
we decided to go to a restaurant right before the game. Um, and Laura randomly, I mean, randomly, like she'd only been there, I believe like one other time she had said, told us to go to a spot in the ballpark area, which was called view house. This place was perfect. It was, um, the only bummer was we couldn't sit together, Mm -hmm. but it was very like easy to walk around and hang out. Yeah. I really liked uh, house a lot. So, um, any place that has a rooftop, a rooftop, I love just – I like open air. I get very claustrophobic in, like, areas that have a lot of people. So when there's – I didn't know that about you. Yeah. And I think that's just – I'm so – I'm usually quiet in social settings if I'm not with, like, a bunch of people I know. So internally, I'm just like, there's no air moving in here. I'm so hot. There's so many people standing around me. So <laughs> if there's a rooftop <laughs> – I'm all about it because there's just fresh air and there's plenty of room. I really liked this place. I mean, there was like a kajillion TVs. So the guys were happy. They had mimosas. So the girls were happy. Speaking of y'all got the mimosa tower. How did that go? Yeah. So the mimosa tower was pretty cool. I couldn't even tell you how tall it was or what the situation was. Um, But it was a pretty good deal. I think it was like $60 maybe. For what a move to do that before the game. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all did good decent. Y'all like what, like six of Mm y'all splitting it? Yeah. There were six of us at the table. So yeah, that was pretty cool. That was nice. The restaurant was so cool. We uh, didn't make it to tailgating. (laughs) We, uh, we tried, all of us tried. That was the bummer is like having to Uber everywhere. What I think is the other kind of like negative of a big city like that. Um, and so we all had to kind of split off, get different Ubers. Uber was being super strict with the limit of the XLs. Mm-hmm. So we unfortunately did not get to tailgate. No. Um, and I, did y'all get to see any of the tailgating? Cause we got to walk through it where we got dropped off. No. So we were supposed to be meeting you guys at lot M and our Uber took us basically like right in front of the stadium. So once we looked at the Mm. map and realized that lot M was off quite a ways, it was like a 10, 15 minute walk. I think the game was Mm -hmm. starting in like 30 minutes at this point. So we were just like, you know what? We don't have time to get over there. We'll just go ahead and go in. But there were a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I felt. And yeah, I will say there was a lot of people, but it didn't honestly look like a great tailgating scene. No, the, it was a lot of just. It didn't really look organized to me. It was just not at a all. lot of miscellaneous tents and people and groups. I felt really bad because we had heard um, our plan originally was to go to the um, Denver um, A&M Alumni Club. Their tailgate was supposed mm-hmm. to be pretty cool. And we did never make it over there. And I felt bad because my cousin Derek – was there as well and he was we had talked about meeting up there and it just didn't work out and we did never make it over there so I didn't get a chance to see him but um yeah I heard that that was a good spot to be at they had lots of food and I think you had to pre-register beforehand um was what we figured out so yeah they they had it going over there yeah but seeing you know having the chance to see Colorado and um and Clemson – oh, sorry. <laughs> Siri popped on. <laughs> Surprised me. <laughs> She's screaming in my ear. Um, so having the chance to get to go to Georgia and Clemson, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we got to see like tailgating. Oh, yeah. And you've been to many other uh, games, more outside games than I've mm-hmm. been to. So to see it – I don't – I don't know why I was expecting it to be the same for Colorado. I mean, they're Pac-12, so it's like they're not really like known for epic tailgating. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, too, in in their defense, tailgating at pro stadiums is always awkward yeah. just because there's not really any great areas. Like you're literally in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it seemed very chaotic. Um, uh, <laughs> going into the stadium and like walking on the street, there was a lot – and I guess we can just – 
bump this into the next section, mm-hmm. which would be quote unquote fans. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to talk uh, about that as well. Cause it was mostly evident going into the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and like right before the game and stuff, extremely like rude Very and just rude. kind of childish. Mm-hmm. Um, which really took me by surprise. Um, and I've never like there's there's fun in in competition. Like yeah, I'm totally fine yeah. with that. Like talk crap and I'll talk crap back. Right. But straight up just saying f you like while you're wa- like I'm, I'm not doing anything. Right. Like, dang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, who so just hurt lots you? of cursing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Lots of cursing. Lots of calling out our friends. Um, uh, there was a lot of just like they were throwing trash. There were full on fights in the stands. Several at several points, I kept seeing um, from where we were sitting. We were on the first deck, so you could kind of look out and see. You would see points where there was maroon and gold and black just facing each other, and there was just I don't even know what the word is, but just chaos in the middle of it. And there were a couple of times where the people like manning the cameras for the jumbotron, they would kind of oh, what's going on over there? And they would start zooming in on it and then they would realize, oh, that's a fight and they would cut off real fast. Oh, no. So yeah, it was a little scary. I was was kind of worried, especially after the game, either way that it had gone. Um, Right. You just never know how people are going to react when that's kind of their mentality. There's been several fan bases that we've come across where it's it's scary you worry for your safety just because you're there for a different school than they are (laughs) and yeah it was it was a little scary there for a bit and to me that's just insane like don't get me wrong you can ask my friends you can ask the folks that were sitting by me I get into the games I'm screaming I'm hollering I'm excited but it's another thing to like pick up a drink or, or food and and throw it yeah. like that's just, that's just it's so ridiculous it's just hateful. unnecessary yeah. yeah um and y'all read it that's interesting to hear from you because you guys were at a different vantage point mm-hmm. because you had different seats than the majority of our crew mm-hmm. we were kind of like up on the third deck um on the aggie side on um like the 10-ish yard line mm-hmm. whereas y'all had much closer seats to the student section yeah, so we were so we were that's interesting to hear we were right next to the band and right behind um like the football or the a&m parents for the the players mm. so like um chase lane's parents were to our left and then haynes mom and dad were down in front um Isaiah Spiller's parents were there. So we were in a good spot. We were, we had great seats and I was. Yeah. yeah y'all were VIP. I know. I felt we were, very we special. were up in the third deck sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I made the terrible decision to wear jeans because I'm a dummy <laughs> and I didn't know that Empower Field was outside. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh. that was a funny conversation of, you know, girls, we always talk about, oh, well, what are you going to wear? So on Friday night, we were talking about what we were wearing for the game. And Brittany said, yeah, I'm just going to wear jeans, you know, like it might get cold in there. And we were like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, you know, like with the roof, you know, there's AC. And I was like, <laughs> um, Brittany, you this know, is not, this is not what you think it is. It is an open. This is not at and Stadium. Not, like, <laughs> I was like, it is like Kyle Field open and we are going to be right in the sun. So I thought about you the whole game and was like, I hope she's okay up there. I was boiling. I I mean, I had to go into the concourse and like sit out in the shade Mm -hmm. and it was so sad. Like I went over there and there was just so many fans just like dying. Like all of us Texans like could not handle Mm -hmm. it. Um, But thankfully we got that huge cloud for like three whole innings, which was fantastic because – if I had to sit through the sun any longer and watch that game, I uh, don't know if I would have come back up to our seats yeah. because sitting next to Will was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure sitting next to Chase was mm-hmm. not fun either. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say this. I'm not an expert by any means. I definitely know the guys are super knowledgeable mm-hmm. and I, I know the gist in the game. Uh, shouts to my pops for, you know, making me a football fan. But – uh, I would say it, it was 
so bad that I noticed it. <laughs> like typically when like Chase and Will are frustrated, I feel like you and I are like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this specific position, th- blah, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you But this and was I, so bad that even I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I think you and I are of the same mentality, like the I just hope both teams have fun and (laughs) the guys are not like that at all. But this game, it was, I kept telling Chase, I was like, it's just moving very slow. I was like, where there is no momentum. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're in slow motion. And yeah, no. And from where we were sitting, I don't know from where y'all were sitting, like nobody was waving their towels on defensive series, like nobody was excited. And so that was another thing that got really uh, like kind of like sad to see is even the fans get defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was obviously feeling for Will sitting right beside me and I could just like feel his disappointment mm-hmm. and his anger. And I was sitting there just like praying yes. that something would happen to turn this around because I really wanted to go out that night. Yes. <laughs> and I did not want to put up with disappointed mm-hmm. Will and Austin and Chase and everybody else, yeah. which I knew would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully they, they pulled out a win, but dang, did we not look sloppy. Yeah, and it was one of those wins that – Afterwards, you're so emotionally drained that you still feel you still feel like you lost because you went through so right. many highs and lows. Um, I was very impressed with you know looking back. We um, usually, if we go to the football game, any football game, we'll watch it again after just because you see different things on TV that you didn't maybe catch for sure seeing it in person. And I mean. It it was messy, but I mean, <laughs> our guys fought the whole time. They did not stop. And like you said, there were times where the fans kind of just kind of gave up, but they kept going. And um, I think just, you know, Haynes getting hurt right there at the beginning just um, kind of threw everybody off. I even – I didn't even see – the injury because as soon as we neither um, did we we were getting in the stadium yeah yeah like we did um spirit of Aggie land and then i was like oh i'm gonna run to the restroom real quick before the game starts and come back well i came back and zach was on the field i was like um like where is haynes why is he not playing <laughs> and chase is like yeah he just got hurt and i mean he was in the tent for a long time so we were really worried thinking it was um, something really serious, which it, it was, it was a fracture, but they were able to do surgery. And I think he, um, is on the right path to recovery. So hopefully now that they know that, okay, it's Zach's our guy right now that they'll be able to have some better practices and kind of plan, plan around him some more. Right. And hopefully he is not, I don't know. He just looked very nervous, which I mean, I can't can't say anything because I've never been in a situation Mm -hmm. with a hundred thousand or not. uh, Gosh, I don't even know the, the max capacity at Mm -hmm. empower field, but a lot of people yelling at you on the field and watching you on TV Mm -hmm. and and all of that pressure. So I can't talk. (laughs) I'm not going to be an armchair quarterback right now, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I was just happy that towards the end, our section was standing up Mm -hmm. like the entire time we were waving our towels, we were doing the yells. And so that was fun for, for us just to get a little bit of that back into it. Cause I would have been really disappointed if we didn't do that the entire game. Um, and also very, very surprised as hostile as it was coming into the game. And as it sounds, it was during the game, Mm -hmm. they were not as angry after the game as I anticipated the Colorado fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was expecting like straight up, like, Yes, to happen. Same. But the ones that we ran into, um, we, you know, went back to to View House and they were super kind. Um, we all cheered on the demise of of Texas together, which was yes. really fun. We all, we all bonded <laughs> over that, which I think helped. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing better than being at a bar and literally everybody in the bar is rooting for the same team. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> every sure. single person in that bar is rooting for Arkansas. Definitely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, all in all game was a little bit of a, a lull, but I say we ended on a high note by going back to view house, 
bonding with those those folks mm-hmm. and then um honestly people faded quick the sun yes. plus the loss plus just the quick travel time took mm-hmm. it out on on everyone and we all kind of slowly but surely just started falling off mm-hmm. and, and going back to the Airbnb kind of like couple by couple mm-hmm. um typical Britney fashion I fell to Laura Laura level peer pressure <laughs> And uh, she talked me into going to this place called Refinery, and I would be remiss not to talk about it because it was such an odd experience. Um, typical. But you know what? Going into Denver, I was like, this is what I, I expected to do something like this. Um, so Refinery was a bar also in the ballpark area, and they have this shot where you literally eat a flower. They give you the flower. You eat it. It makes your mouth go numb, and then you take this shot. Um and it's just an experience. <laughs> yeah, y'all were telling us this about, or y'all were telling us about this the next morning because Chase and I went back to the Airbnb. I think it was like ten thirty. Um, we were both just drained and ready to go to bed. So y'all were telling us about this the next morning, and I just couldn't even wrap my brain around it. Just okay. So wait, I was just walking around the bar with just my tongue sticking just, out, just like hanging on my mouth like a dog. Like, just, just walking around with a numb mouth and no one knows. <laughs> oh, leave it to Laura. Yeah. Leave it to Laura. Yeah, but yeah, so that's kind of the wrap on on uh, on everything I would say that we got to see and do in, in Colorado. Overall, I would do Denver again. Yeah. <laughs> Just hopefully a little bit longer and um, not so much like on the docket to do. Yeah. Um, we try to squish in a lot in, in a short amount of time and that made everybody very tired. Yes, for sure. Um, so, Em, what was your Colorado high note? <laughs> <laughs> Get it? That was, that was good. That was a good one. Um, I think my high point was – and. It doesn't even have to do with Colorado necessarily, but just, and I kind of mentioned this at the beginning, but just getting to spend time with our group of friends and do outings like these together. Um, it's just always so nice because we all just pick up where we left off. There's never that weird like, hey, like, what have you been up to? Um, we just it's like a natural rhythm and we just pick up where we left off and it's always really nice to just, and it doesn't matter what we're doing, you know, going somewhere for football or um, floating the river every year or whatever it is that we do. Um, It's just more memories that we, we get to have together. So that's my point. Well, I'm just going to tack onto that and, I got to invite uh, two of my friends, Mackenzie and Tim. Doubtful that they actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> but um, they are quote unquote outsiders. And uh, I just love bringing people in that just fit right in mm-hmm. with the crew. And it's just a testament of how fun this crew is and personable and easygoing. And, um, you know, this was their first college game to ever go to period and they just had a blast so watching them have a good time yeah. and enjoy something that I enjoy so much was was really cool um and now I sound like a parent <laughs> no. yeah I kept um I kept teasing them throughout the weekend because they would ask questions like so if we're talking about a nail biter like what does that look like in a football game and I was like <laughs> It, I feel like y'all are like exchange students that are, I mean, cause both of them are, <laughs> both of them are from Texas. Both of them are from like the area. They know what football is, but they kept asking questions in a way that it made it sound like it was a completely new concept to them. And I just thought that was the most hilarious thing. So I, I just freaking kept, love that. I just kept like, are y'all like exchange students? I forgot that you don't know anything. Um, right. Yeah. Are you from this really planet? Funny. Right. <laughs> I'll also say to you, another high note for me was sitting in the Airbnb, Chase getting his uh, Southwest cancellation (laughs) text. Oh, wow. Yeah. And again, Chase is just like me, like, oh, like 
totally bummed out. Like this ruined his day and everything. And it is a bummer. Like it straight is. up your, your flight got canceled, you know? Mm-hmm. And Emily is just so great. She goes, sounds like an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> And I just like sit there and I was like, gosh, I love that girl. Like she's just so freaking like easygoing. Like she is always down for whatever. And I just freaking love it because you always like bring it all back to like, hey, it is what it is. Like what are you going to do? It's so funny because internally I was freaking out because um, I was not prepared to miss a day of work the next day. We didn't have any kind of – accommodation set up for the night. We just, we didn't know what we were going to do. And so, um, when we were getting ready to leave the Airbnb, we were going to go eat with everybody that was still there. We had a lot of people fly out early. Um, we were going to eat with everybody that was still there. And then everybody would kind of head their separate ways going to the airport and stuff. And so like five minutes before we walked out of the Airbnb, Chase got the notification that, um, our flight had been canceled well, then come to find out the flight was still leaving. We just weren't on it. They just oversaw <laughs> seats and kicked us off. And so Chase was on hold with Southwest for a good hour and a half before he could finally get through to somebody. And they told us, you know, all the flights for today are completely full. There's no way we can get you on a flight today, but we can get you out at 830 in the morning tomorrow. So, um, we had to stay hey, and it was what it was. It was a bl- – yeah, it was a blessing in disguise because getting out of Denver at that airport was chaos. Oh, yeah. Uh, like all-time bad airport. For sure. Don't like it. Um, well, to make this a true party pod, we thought we'd throw in a segment in here. I'm always jealous when the boys get to do um, Q&A episodes because yes. those are my fave. I feel like I would thrive in one of those. Um, so I made the boys – what? I was gonna say we'll come back for one of those. We'll have to do a Q. Oh my gosh, we have to. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did make the boys send in a couple of questions for us. Okay. So I'll ask you first. Okay. And then I'll answer. Cool. <laughs> Number one, what made you buy in on being an A and M fan? Ooh, that's a great question. So, um, growing up, my um, my mom and dad didn't go to college. We weren't like, I didn't really have a big collegiate family. I have a lot of family in Oklahoma. So there's a little bit of an OU OSU rivalry, but we like didn't really buy into that. And Chase and I started dating in high school and it was, we kind of got together the May, like, I mean, three weeks before he graduated high school, basically. So our whole first year together was, he was at a&M and College Station, and I was back here in Waxahachie for high school. And I think what sold me was my first game. I I will never forget. Um, and Chase was in the core at the time. So um, this was back when you could – they would set up seats on the track, and they had a lot of the core members down there. So we were down on the track my very first game – and just hearing all of the yells and everybody yelling and the towels and the swaying back and forth, it just, it <laughs> rocked my world. And I've never looked back. But as far as football, um, I've never really followed football closely. I was on the the drill team in high school, so I I was at football games because I had to. I never really paid attention. I was just there to kind of hang out with my friends that were there. And Mm -hmm. um, I think really what made me get invested into Aggie football was when Chase worked for the team, you know, we, he got to meet a lot of the players and um, worked with them closely and I got to meet them through him. So I personally knew a lot of the guys that were playing. So I was a little bit more personally invested in yeah, football at that time. And even though I don't personally know any of the guys now, that's just kind of carried over. And um, now I have um, the Ineligibles podcast to help me out um, <laughs> <laughs> learning all the new people. So shout out. Um, but yeah, that's 
that's kind of a little bit of my background. What about you? Um, so it may come to a surprise to some folks, not the ones that know me, but I actually went to the University of Texas. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and I've been a football fan all my life, thanks to my father. Um, I actually get to work with um, professional and collegiate sports teams now for my job. Um, so I really, really enjoy the sport as is. But um, going into undergrad at UT, uh, I was very disappointed to say the least. <laughs> um, it, I mean, not just in the football team, like we were terrible the entire time we were there. But um, I grew up obviously watching Texas and just seeing the dominance and like loving Mac Brown and thinking he was just like the cutest little grandpa coach like <laughs> he that ever was, you know. And I was so excited to get that collegiate experience that I see on television of everybody like cheering and so excited and that I was excited to tailgate. And um, I had no friends. <laughs> Everyone was extremely rude. No, I did have a friend, Carly Ortel, now Carly yes. Loggins. Mm -hmm. I love you. Um, but uh, it was very like Greek heavy, which I didn't rush. Um, it was very much like, who do you know here for the other tailgates that wasn't Greek affiliated? Uh, the fans did not show up until – and I mean, this is the whole reason why Mac Brown started the whole uh, show up early, wear orange, mm -hmm. yell loud, be stay late kind of a thing because like the fans are, are terrible. Like I would be there at kickoff and we're in a nice stadium that, you know, seats quite a few, you know, 100,000 people and there's nobody here. <laughs> and they show up about maybe halftime and leave at the third quarter because we're losing to yeah. West Virginia yet again. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I – had a really bad taste in my mouth because of that. All my friends went to AM. I would be there almost every weekend. Just a completely different atmosphere. Um, so before meeting Will, I was like already semi-bought into it just because I enjoyed spending time with my friends um, in College Station and Northgate and the fact that tailgating was so friendly. Like you could literally walk up to anybody and just be like, howdy. And they're like, here's a beer and a taco, like <laughs> hang out, <laughs> you know, and a hug. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just my kind of people. Yeah. Um, and then dating will, and definitely that was something that, I mean, we even talked about on the first date. And I think once he knew that, that I, I knew about football and liked football, um, that probably kind of made our relationship grow a little bit more, mm -hmm. but like A&M specifically, and I know you can attest to this is, seeing someone that you love so obsessed with something like yes. it's hard not to love what they love yeah. so the fact that will like sleeps eat breathes you know AM football i know so much more than i ever thought i would yeah. know <laughs> and now we have like our favorite little players and you know like i will start to recognize like numbers yeah. and and you know catching everything on twitter and i pay attention to like the after the game um, interviews and and all of that, which was usually not my my go to previously, but you know what can I say? I drank that Kool Aid and I'm bought in. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the first game last or the weekend before last, it was Will and Chase, and then my dad and I um, went. And after the game, my dad was like, you know. Will is a good friend for Chase. He's like, they both love football. <laughs> They're both married. Like, that's a good friend for him. And I was like, yep, you're right. So I love that they <laughs> both have that mutual love for Aggie football and all things football. And their friendship has just grown so much because of that. And because of that, you and I are very close as well. So I, I, just, I love it. Oh, yeah. And thankfully, Will has someone to talk to you about it because sometimes I'm just like, uh-huh, mm -hmm. uh-huh, yeah. sure. <laughs> and he's like, dang it, Brittany. <laughs> um, well, second question from Will. Uh, speaking of UT, how do we feel about UT A&M coming back now that Texas is back in the SEC? They are not back, in fact. Oh. They are not back. Yeah. Per, per last weekend, we saw they are not back. But they are in the SEC yeah. now. <laughs> News reports say that Texas, in fact, is not back. Um, 
I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, it's a big, it's a big rivalry game. There's a lot of history that goes along with it. Chase and I were at the very last um AM Texas game and we got to stand mm-hmm. on the track. Um, we have a picture with Dr. Lofton from that game. We ended up losing. Cute. Um, but just it's such a a big rivalry. And it's kind of funny sometimes that people up until now have still acted like we still play each other every year. And most of the Aggie fans I know are just kind of like, okay, guys, like simmer down. It's all right. Like, yeah, hang in there. Better luck next time. Um, But I'm really excited to see that game come back just because I don't know. It's I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I definitely love the tradition behind it, and I was super, super sad to see it go, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, usually I can talk Will into watching. Like, he is such an A&M fan, Mm -hmm. like, he – and I know that y'all know this about him, and majority of y'all listening to this, if you've stuck around this long, uh, (laughs) you would agree that you just don't watch Texas, Mm -hmm. like – Um, and so the one game I can get him to actually watch with me once a year is Texas OU. Like to me, that's our, our like one big rivalry. That's Mm -hmm. the team I absolutely hate. I never hated A&M. I I loved the rivalry game and it was always super fun to watch, but, um, that my, my hatred was always pointed towards Mm -hmm. the Sooners. Um, and so I don't know, Will's asked if I'm going to wear like a half UT, half and jersey. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't think I will, (laughs) but I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I'm so torn. Well, I think you just, we'll see. Well, I think you just have to follow your heart. And I know your heart kind of leads you to maroon, so it's okay. It's, right, just right. Just accept it. Just accept it, Brittany. I know. Y'all are just going to have to um, tune in on my Instagram at Britt Maystone. Yes. Stay <laughs> Brittany tuned. Brittany Maystone. Yeah. And uh, see see what I choose. But uh, no, really, truly, I am so much more excited for uh, A&M to play OU yeah, yearly. Like. For sure. That's going to be the game that I'm going to get rowdy at mm-hmm. because I freaking do not like them. For sure. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. He's a Sooner fan. Mine is too. Uh, yeah. No, it's a it's a fam thing. Yeah. But no, that's going to be really really fun to mm-hmm. to whip up on them and and talk crap to my dad. Yeah. For sure. Um, That'll be fun. Speaking to speaking of talking crap to family members, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was like, what question is this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the last one that they have is how are we going to make sure that our husbands survive when AM wins a championship? The win is capitalized. All caps. I don't even know, honestly. It's already <laughs> it's already on our calendar. Um, we've planned around it just because we fully anticipate that we are going and um i think if we i'm sorry if when we win um there's going to be a lot of prayer involved that chase (laughs) and will do not both simultaneously have heart attacks and just keel over because they've been looking forward to that for so long that I think when the day actually comes and it does happen, that it's going to be just, I don't think I will even have words. Yeah. No, I, I love to think of like us actually being there, which would be crazy in itself Mm -hmm. because you know, that's a, that's a trek to get there too and and costly and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I know Will would literally sell a kidney to, to go to that game. He's like, black market, what organs do you want? (laughs) (laughs) I will give you them. Um, But um, no, I think my move would be just like staying sober. Yeah. Just letting Will and and Chase do whatever they want. And I would just sacrifice my fun. (laughs) Just make sure I get to just just play – not babysitter, but just like keep an eye on them and be like, you know what, debauchery, just – 
have at it. Yeah. Like do whatever you you please just, because um, the night is yours. Yeah, just be um, safety coordinator. Would yes, be, I think exactly our role for the evening or for the yeah. Like I'll be like only climb five feet up this this right. pole. Yeah, you know maybe only jump on top of the car that's not burning. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> We, you can tell we're anticipating just full out riots in the streets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, at that point, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It is what it is. Yep. It is what it is. And if Will's wearing his his favorite uh his favorite jacket, because we all know Will has yes. 47 favorite jackets, I'll be like, give me your jacket. Yep, let me now go have fun. Yep, let me hold on to that for you. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we said party pod, and I used to always make fun of the boys for going long, and we've now been talking for over an hour. We've been talking for which over is crazy. an hour, and this was a lot of fun. I was very nervous when we started, but I feel like you and I are just hanging out and just talking. I know. And it's fun. Now we're pros at it, we and are. hopefully the boys let us do this some more. That's right. That would be that would be fun. Um, yeah. Shout, shout out the boys on Twitter or um, on email through email, Gmail. <laughs> and just let them know that you want us back. And I, I hope you had as much fun as we did. I thought you were literally like doing the ending where you tell like what their ats are. And I was like, is she going to say it? I was going to. <laughs> or, just, or just cut the podcast off. <laughs> just, and done. And in scene. Send us something in the mail. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Uh, you know what? We need to plug our socials. They need to follow us because we we're do. just as important as the boys and we post more than yes. the boys. So you can get an inside look at our lives. Um, so follow me at Brittany May Stone on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And follow Emily's me. Emily's is fancy. Yeah. Fo- <laughs> follow me on Insta at Emily Caldwell. E-M-I-L-I-E-C-O-L-W-E-L-L. Don't tell everybody that because that's her finsta. Yeah, don't tell. <laughs> don't spread you'll it around. Ne- you'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hit up the boys at Ineligible Pod on all social media. Is it Ineligible Podcast at Gmail? That's a good question. We're just straight up butchering this. I know. How about don't send them an email? Just DM them. DM yeah, them. just slide into the DMs. I give you permission. It's fine. Just do it. <laughs> uh. Hopefully we didn't lose you there at the end, but we just, we love y'all and we love that you love the boys. So please keep listening and we will catch ya later. Catch you later. Hit the, hit the outro. Bye.